the more you love the mess, the more when other people show up messy, you're just going to have nothing about it. You're just going to sit there and be like, I got empathy for that. I got love for that. And then guess what? When you have those things, love and connection and all those things that we all look for and safety and trust are a natural byproduct of that. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Well, my fellow Satorians, it has come to our attention that many of you are not yet aware of some massive news in the Satori Prime world. So let me let you in on a not so little secret right now. So Guy and I have recently created an app that you can now download on your iPhone or your Android device just by searching for Satori Prime in either iTunes or the Google Play Store. Or if you want, you can even download it directly to your desktop by going to app satoriprime.com and the reviews are in and they are lively things like life-changing i love the gamification i share this with everyone in my life and my favorite how is this free so if you want to join your fellow satorians in our very own exclusive community then like i said head either to your itunes or google play store and search for satori prime or simply go to app.satoriprime.com and install it on your desktop So as soon as you join, what we're going to do is we're going to give you access not only to our amazing community, we're also going to give you access to a completely free 10-part transformational mini-series that we've never released anywhere else. And this is where you can begin to uncover all of these limiting beliefs and start upgrading them. Things like money, overwhelm, procrastination. You'll get to see how you can create accountability in your life like never before, and you'll get to experience life in a whole new way. So if you haven't done so already, come join our Satorian family today. Make sure to go download that app. And now it's time for the episode. So I wanted to share with you guys, I did did a training that was like 10 years in the making for me, which is a little bit ironic. I I sat um, for Thursday to, and so I spent the, or I invested the last four days in doing uh, NLP training. It's called Neuro Linguistic Programming. Sorry for the background noise. Uh, for those of you guys who know my brother and I, uh, you know, we're like landmark trained. We spent uh, 10 years in that world. And, you know, a lot of that I always imagined had NLP tactics and I just didn't really know the distinctions of NLP. I read a book on NLP probably 10 years ago now. And I think most of the books that are uh, on NLP, like the traditional NLP, are probably like 30 years old at this point in time. So you can imagine that there have been, um, you know, a lot of movement in that field, especially with the last 20 years and the advent of neuroscience and fMRI machines and a lot of the stuff that before was perceived as working. You know, now they're scientifically proving it. Uh, I know Landmark also extensively went and looked at how they're training people. And from a neuroscience perspective and even a quantum perspectives um, to validate that this work is is actually doing what it's supposed to be doing, right? 
So I've known, like I said, about NLP for probably about 10 years. I always thought eventually I would do that kind of work. And the irony of it for me, at least at this point in my life, is my, my lack of interest in the, <laughs> in that type of work. I spent so many years doing like the masculine approach to healing through uh, language constructs and understanding the mind and stuff like that. And while that stuff is totally fascinating to me, the last few years really, and definitely this year for sure, uh, all my work has been a deep dive into subconscious, into mind-body connection, into doing self-love work, uh, internal healing, uh, understanding how to recode the body through frequencies, um, really greater connection to spirit or however it is that you define you know, God for yourself, but just really developing a relationship that works for me when it comes to the greater field. So... It was interesting to put myself back in that, in that world where it's so much about language and it's about um, healing through neuroscience. I just want to share a few things about, about this with you guys is, you know, I have found that, at least for me, and again, for those that actually know me if you're new here, I'm 15 years trained in, in personal development work, travel all over the world to do really unique experiences. I'm very uh, blessed to do the things that I do and to have learned the things I've learned. And yet... Like most of you, I find myself in situations from time to time where old programming makes a surging comeback and it ebbs and flows, right? And it's so funny if you've ever been through a really transformative experience, you probably know that it feels like you've gotten something and like that problem is handled and it's and it's solved and now you don't really have to concern yourself with it anymore. And then, you know, I, as I generally say, if you want to know how far you've gotten in your spiritual path, go spend a week with your parents and you'll know exactly how far you've come. So, um, you know, I was with my family and I have this amazing relationship with my family, but I'll be the first to tell you that I still get triggered by my parents. Um, and so I got ended up in this room because the thing with my parents is neither here nor there right now, but I go into this room and it's a four day training, which is long. It's, you know, 12, 13 hour days. And of course they're like right into the neuroscience and linguistics. And I'm dealing with the fact that this sounds like stuff that I've, I've learned before and now I'm getting a little pissy in my chair and I'm starting to kind of get messy with my emotions and I'm wondering what the fuck I'm doing here for all this time and you know like why why I need to be at another training like this and um, I've kind of been in the space at least after coming back from Europe for two months that it's like I'm good I'm good for a while I'm good for the year I really just want to rest I've been outputting a tremendous amount of energy for close to 15 years, definitely the last six. And I, I really feel like I just, it's time to like rejuvenate my body. A lot of these things that I've done, which have been pretty extreme for quite a while, and just like settle in and, you know, like reintegrate and, and just really get a sense of who am I right now? Cause I actually don't feel like I've ever felt before. So I'm in this training and because of the nature of the training, I, I see a lot of old patterns immediately show up for me and end up having this uh, somewhat difficult conversation with a friend of mine that, like, for lack of a better word, triggers the fuck out of me and, and reminds me of, of things that I used to do to people um, with great intentions, wh which I today would feel are like manipulative outcomes uh, that don't align for me anymore. And, and here was this person, at least in my perspective, doing something like that to me. And it really triggered me and it triggered a lot of old stuff for me. So if there's something I've learned these last few years is that uh, I had this, um, not really knowing that I was doing, but I, I've had this sensation of like needing to prove something, 
having to keep it all together, showing up a certain way, like having, you know, having this view out there of me that I think we're all doing, but just kind of like lives in our kind of like in our rear view mirror. We don't perceive how much we're doing to just make ourselves look good and hold it all together and really uh, not show up messy. So I know a lot of our students are on here right now. You know, like one of the things we talk about is like, allowing yourself to be how you are, you know, like be human. And I'll be the first to tell you, I've spent the last five years doing so much plant medicine work, leaving my body. And I'm extremely comfortable in alternate realities, like shockingly. So superhuman type qualities and things like that. And this year has been a, uh, instead of dehumanizing has been an extremely humanizing year for me, really like grounding me back into my body and just like a, a new way of, claiming my body to complete development cycles that weren't complete before. So I've noticed that between the age of like about two and seven, you know, we're all going to experience some kind of trauma. Now the trauma might be minor, but in your experience, you know, feels mega because whatever it is needs that you thought that you needed that were unmet, of course, you know, you're going to have all sorts of opinions about that as a child and it's going to make you feel not safe. So depending on like where in your development, you got traumatized is really where your development gets stunted in that specific area. So we're all kind of running around with not fully developed selves in different areas, right? So when you look at people and you're wondering like, how are they doing that? Like, why are they acting that way? I would never act that way. Chances are, is that in your development process, you got that complete. And chances are in their development process, they're just not complete with that specific thing. And that's giving them a particular uh, paradigm view of the way that the world shows up. So I'm telling you this because one of the ways that I have like not been able to show up in my life, at least not on a consistent basis is with a lot of vulnerability. I think because of what I've learned and, and how my mind works these days and, you know, level of genius, I guess that I have not, I, I'll own it. Uh, the level of genius that I have, I get to use that to divert attention away from myself. I get to put attention on other people and, and work with them. And a lot of that for this year has really shown up for me as like this lack of vulnerability and this lack of connection that I'm telling you, I, I deeply desire and is like this blind spot that consistently shows up in my life. You know, so here I am at this NLP training, having this conversation with my friend, things that I used to say to people like 15 years ago and someone saying it to me and I go right into these like old defensive patterns and, you know, I'm not really being present and lacking connection with this person that I totally love and I get is coming from this really beautiful place and it just, it, it's this revival constantly of this like allowance for ourselves to show up messy. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like how many of you guys who are watching this right now, like consistently feel like you're keeping it together or you're portraying yourself in a certain way. And yet there's this like piece of you that's desiring for really just safety for love and for deeper connection with the people in your life. Do you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that? And I think that there's a, a big difference between just being messy, like you're messy inside of a complaint that you keep on going and showing up messy while still retaining your level of consciousness. Would you guys agree with that? So... The type of mess I'm talking about now is not, you know, it's like if you're a child and we all really are just children, we're all just, <laughs> we're all children locked in big people's bodies with the same things that traumatized us when we were, when we were younger. And 
because of that, we have this impression that like, as we gain older, that we've gained some mastery and that we're no longer allowed to uh, discharge en- energy through anger. Or we're no longer allowed to discharge energy through sadness or upset or hostility or anxiety. It's like, like we have, we were supposed to overcome that. And that's what I see in this world so much is this like pursuit of education to not be with what's so to not be with these upset children is that I'm an adult. It's time to overcome this shit. I'm going to blast it. I'm going to tell it to go fuck itself. It's not part of my life anymore. And it's, and for me, I did that for a decade. And for me, that's like, now I look at that and I'm like, what was I doing? It just, it, it killed the things that for me today matter most, which again is like feeling safe, feeling connected, experiencing love, right? Because these are the parts of ourselves that are like crying out that are having tantrums. And instead of talking to these parts of ourselves in like a gentle manner, like we would to a four-year-old, which is really the part of ourselves we're dealing with is that that super young part of ourselves, we start demonizing it and we start telling it, you know, it shouldn't be this way and you're not allowed to be here right now. And I don't get to experience this because I told you 30 years ago that we don't feel this in this body anymore. And you start getting that, that aggressive tone with yourself and, and, so that's like the, the shifts that have been happening for me. So, you know, back to the NLP. So here I am in this kind of like mass, what I would consider like a masculine training today. So I just consider like masculine training, more like heady logistical type of training. And NLP is super heady and super logistical. And they're really attacking or not attacking. They're working with the neuroscience, right? Um, which still ultimately allows state change. So like, I don't think you can pursue mastery of life pursue mastery of spirituality and pursue mastery of self unless you're handling both the mind and the body right um because like for me the subconscious actually actually exists in the depth of the connection that you have between your mind and your body and it's like the deeper and more aware you are of that connection at all times the more access you have to your subconscious the more access you have to your subconscious the more you get to really see what's the hidden underneath belief systems that are then percolating up to the conscious mind that are creating these results that you don't want in your life. So what I did find about interesting about NLP is, you know, the linguistic stuff for me was uh, honestly boring um, just because I, I have been using language like that for 15 years. However, you know, where they are at the training now, for those of you guys who maybe took it years ago or maybe took it recently. And again, I would love for you to chime in with you know, whatever experiences you may have had with it are fascinating to say the least. Um, they use very particular strategies. And again, for you guys who are, who are students of ours and of literally and logistically how to create new neural pathways in the body using the visual auditory and kinesthetic systems. And to be perfectly honest, it's so simple and it does make sense with what I understand about the body. So what was interesting about it for me is this situation with my friend and I happened on Friday evening after the event. And I've just learned that I'm really sensitive. And when I lose connection with somebody that I care about because of some upset that's happening between us, um, I don't, I don't discharge that energy quickly. It actually takes me quite a while to discharge it. So I get there on, um, Saturday morning and I kind of think I'm okay, but then, you know, some charge happens and I start feeling all this like tightness in my chest. And for those of you guys who know the body really well, you know that usually things that are happening in the chest would point to some kind of sadness uh, experience that you're having. So I'm kind of like checking in with where the sadness is coming from. And then they start actually taking us through some of the um, 
more logistical things that one could do in order to reprogram the mind. And I'm not going to do it here, a uh, demo of what exactly it is that we did, but it's uh, basically like a simple anchoring and, and state shift technique, which is, again, really quite easy. And I felt my whole physiology change, right? So like for me, if like the chest is tight, like my whole body is tight, then I'm kind of like protecting myself. My shoulders are forward. Um, I'm defensive because I'm protecting, you know, again, like protecting myself in that moment. And then like things come out of me that I, I don't really want. And again, like just lacking me get that trust, that safety, that love. And uh, it was really important for me to look at how is it that I could just sit in place and go through some kind of process that would like shift the physiology. And I'm sure you guys, some, some of you guys have done 20 Robbins or even work with work with us or something else, uh, you know, has led you to a state change. Now, mostly I would assert that most of us let our circumstances change our state, right? So it's like when the money's coming in, when the connections are easy, when you're traveling, you know, something like that is creating, creating an opportunity for you to have a state change. And yet it's like, we're, we're waiting for the external to shift so that our internal state can shift. And ultimately, you know, like it's, it's never a problem what's happening outside of you. The problem always occurs. I would say again, starting and I'm generalizing here that the problem occurs when, when something doesn't feel good within, right? Like the whole world could be burning. If you feel good on the inside, it's like, great. I feel good. I'm balanced. I'm feeling connected. I'm experiencing love right now. Shit's on fire. Okay, great. You know? So it's, it's interesting to look at things like how do we empower ourselves to um, be conscious of the inner state and really get in the habit of knowing that, I mean, I know that we, a lot of us know this logistically. Some of us don't even know this yet is that the outer world is a reflection of the inner state. No two people are experiencing this outer world the same way. No two people are experiencing this color quite the same way. And there's no way for us to even identify or test if that's true. So for me, it's been, you know, like, how do I reinterpret my inner state all the time? And it was fascinating because we went through this simple little process and, and it's really, I'll, I'll kind of give you the basis of it. The simple process is basically like taking a state, you know, you're visualizing something through your eyes, through auditory, through kinesthetic, there's some feeling to it. And then you, you have it that it's some way, right? You paint the picture in some way, whether it's a dark picture or the picture that has some light, maybe it's dimly colored, maybe it's very brightly colored, maybe it's big, maybe it's small. And you imagine the memory as you have it now, because it's, it's that experience, it's that thought of that situation's current moment that's driving the emotional experience behind it, right? So what NLP does is it'll, it'll make you aware and have you paint that picture the way that the memory is formed right now. And then it has you disassociate from that memory, kind of almost like step out of the memory as if you're watching yourself in third person and then, re and then create from there what you would want that picture to look like. So maybe again, you change the colors, and uh, the shape of things. And again, I, I wouldn't try this unless you actually know what you're doing so you don't create some kind of looping sequence in the mind because you're literally creating new neuronal pathways. And it could be that you're actually going to loop these things together if you don't know how to um, clear the mind as you're creating different circumstances. So, you know, if you're listening to this, I'll be like, oh my God, guy taught me. And tomorrow you're like having these like weird experiences that you're not clear how they started. So please don't try it unless you've been trained to do this, right? So you paint like a different picture and then they actually show you how to basically like overlay one into the other by creating reassociation. 
So I went through this process and what was beautiful about it was within seconds, I mean, literally seconds where there was tightness over here, suddenly it just immediately switched. I really do appreciate that. I really, really do love stuff like that because I know so much of us, I just had this amazing conversation with my friend over here who's going through just a difficult few days and how often the Western mind has been trained that when there's something going wrong to go and figure it out. To use the, the frontal lobe, to use the conscious mind, to figure it out, generate a strategy, and then go and implement that strategy. And I don't know about you guys, that shit is exhausting. So I just wanted to pause here for a moment and let you know that if you're someone who's ready to take massive steps in your relationships, your health, and your finances, we've created an amazing tool for you. There is an all-new Satori Prime app now available in the iTunes and Google Play Store All you have to do is go there and type Satori Prime and download it today. Now, you'll immediately gain access to our 10-part mini-series where we're going to delve into your limiting beliefs, your fears, and all that's been holding you back from truly living the have-it-all life. More than that, you'll be able to share your victories with your fellow Satorians as well as ask Guy and I for feedback about anything that's occurring in your life today. So if you've ever wanted to delve deeper into the concepts similar to the ones that we share here with you every single week, well, now you can. So just go grab the app either in the iTunes store or the Google Play store. If you want to download it to your desktop, you can also go to app.satoriprime.com and grab it there and start your journey today. And with that, let's jump back into the podcast. It's a, it's a, it's an exhausting existence. And I look at, I look at like our business, right? So we're, we're currently for the last few years, I've been operating two businesses that are in revenue that are over seven figures. And I'm not saying that to show off. I'm saying that because I look at how we were operating our business before from the frontal lobe, from what do we got to do? And it's difficult for me to, to correlate the growth of the business to doing more. It really is it's difficult for me to correlate a better relationship with my parents because I did more. It's difficult for me to correlate a deeper feeling of connection, trust, safety, and love with my friends because I do more. What I can, what I can correlate it to, what I can correlate it to is that every time I do the inner work, every time I switch or find a way to go through some new type of processy that changes the feeling within it's like almost like a regrafting that the immediacy of the results outside of me in those areas in finances in my health right in all those things shifts so rapidly that it actually strikes my mind as an oddity because my mind is not used to that kind of speed and part of that I really do believe is a relationship with a greater field intelligence and, and allowing for those things to come through and choose circumstances for you and not judge, you know, not add judgment to it. There's so much stuff to this that, it, it, you know, I'm oversimplifying it. So <laughs> I mentioned this, you know, I call this, it's totally okay to be a mess. And I think that most of us are not allowing for us to show up messy in life. We see a traumatized child and that child is ourselves and we reprimand it for being that way or for showing up that way instead of recognizing that we're just receiving feedback from our environment so that we can start uh, greater observing our inner state. And most of the time, our inner state that's trying to talk to us is the youngest part of ourselves. It's the part that is like, hey, 
I don't feel safe right now. I need to discharge some energy right now. And you go, well, I'm in public currently. Can't discharge my state. And I'm not saying that, you know, like for, for most men, we're trained around two types of emotions and those are joy and anger. And so we discharge energy through joy and anger. Some people use sex and, you know, all these other things. Women have a much more vast connection to the emotional spectrum. Uh, and yeah, they're limited too from, from all the shit that we tell little girls as they're growing up. Right. So it's like, it, it's this path for me back to a remembrance of what it means to be a whole human and not necessarily learn how to be a whole human because we came here whole with all that intact. And most of us are trying to, again, like overcome these parts of ourselves instead of remember that we just need to remember how to allow them to be instead of trying to berate them and like choke them to death so that they can't be there anymore. So I just wanted to kind of like put that out there and I'm, go I'm going a little bit esoteric with it. And that's purposeful because I don't want your mind to be like, yeah, I get it. I understand this. For me, I think one of the deepest practices anybody can do, one that I feel has created more healing in my life in the last year and a half, maybe the last 15 years combined, is the ability to uh, sit in silence with oneself, to not try to figure out what's going on, is to just let the body do what it's supposed to and designed to do, which is let energy move through it. And the more we find ways to allow for that energy to move, in my experience, is the more healing that we perceive that we're receiving. And those are the moments where you go back and see your parents and mom says what she's always said and dad says what he always says. And suddenly you find yourself in a completely non-reactive state because it wasn't, it wasn't a mental trigger that you figured out or some willpower that you used to retrain yourself. It's the, the ups that came from a part of yourself that wasn't complete in its development. And it's that non-completion and development that doesn't allow you to see wholeness. And when you don't see wholeness, you don't feel unified and you don't feel connected and you don't feel trust and you don't feel love. And the moment that part of you is okay in all the ways that it gets to show up, whether it's in the middle of a tamper tantrum or you being the most joyous experience ever, you know, can we get ourselves to a place that we feel about the mess the same way that we feel about being empowered? And for me, that's the gift that I want to give myself and continue to work on giving myself every single day is like appreciating that vulnerability, appreciating those moments of I don't fucking know what's going on right now. Appreciating those moments where I don't feel my best, appreciating those moments where I have some sadness and having a relationship to it. Like this is fine. This is how it's supposed to be. There is no other way that it's supposed to be right now other than this and not having to scramble ourselves back and use all this energy and do all these things to create the illusion of outcomes that make us feel good. Guys, it's, it's all, everything is just a passing phase. So I have to say at the end of four days of doing the NLP stuff, you know, another notch on the tool belt, awesome, cool, ego likes that. It is valuable. I, I think that there are some fantastic techniques. I, you know, one of the more impressive things that I saw him do, the facilitator was completely remove a woman's allergies. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I didn't see that one. He told some amazing stories about that. You know, whether true or false, I don't know. Only knowing that person's experience. I did watch him though, completely remove a woman's extreme phobia, I mean, like extreme phobia within about 10 minutes. So if we start 
just investigating. And if we just start having a relationship, like just start telling yourself there's this mind body relationship. These are not two separate entities working in opposing forces. Uh, for me, all of manifestation is not about the law of attraction. It's about the law of allowing. And we don't allow when these two systems are not connected in a harmonious way. You know, most of us are trying to balance ourselves, like balance the masculine and the feminine, you know, balance the mess and the power. It's not about even balancing them because then it's like they're, they're always tipping the scales on each other. It's about can all the systems live in harmony with one another so that they're not making each other wrong and so that they can all do what they are naturally designed, programmed, and do effortlessly and naturally? And can you get yourself back to a state where you're not judging how the system is working? You're just watching the system work and seeing that it's always in perfect and divine order in the way that it's working. And by the way, guys, if that goes for you, that goes for every single person you interact with. Have empathy for murderers. Have empathy. I know it's so hard to do. Like, have empathy for people. Have empathy for the poor. Have empathy for the rich, even. Because at the end of the day, we're all, every single one of us, are children who have yet to complete certain developmental things. And where you have blind spots and they don't doesn't give you the right. I mean, it does. You have whatever right you want. In my opinion, I assert that doesn't give you the right to make somebody else wrong for where their development got stunted. If you saw a child who was underdeveloped or dealing with something, you're not going to walk up to that child and be like, you fucked up. You're wrong. I'm going to make you wrong. You're going to take a step back and you're going to be like, you know, I could see what's going on for that kid. And like, how do I assist in the growth of that person? Because at the end of the day, all this, all of us, all this humanity, seven and a half billion children running around that want love, safety, trust, and connection. I think that's what connects all of us. And we can get to stand for a world where everybody gets completely developed because I don't think that we can do it by ourselves. We're always going to have other people to reflect our own stuff back to us. And it's just having that gentleness and softness to let people be. I think we've tested the model where we are in resiliency, where we tell the other side to fuck off and do all these things enough times to know that those models are broken and are not working. So, you know, my, my leave, what I'm going to leave you with today is to just look inside Find empathy for those parts of yourself that don't feel like they're fully online yet. Start paying attention to them, listen to them, observe them, and see if you can kind of like, kind of lure them out a little bit, right? Like an upset child, it kind of needs your assistance. Be like, come on, it's okay. It's okay, come on out here. Like, talk to me. And just see if you can start building relationships with those parts of yourself and love the mess. The more you love the mess, the more when other people show up messy, you're just going to have nothing about it. You're just going to sit there and be like... I got empathy for that. I got love for that. And then guess what? When you have those things, love and connection and all those things that we all look for and safety and trust are a natural byproduct of that. All right. All right, everybody. Love you. Thank you for spending some time with me. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you next time. Take care. Bye, everybody. So one last reminder before we wrap up here today, if you haven't already grabbed the app that all of your fellow Satorians are going gaga over, then I would recommend to do it right now. Well, I guess if you're driving, maybe not just this second, 
But when you get a chance, go to your iTunes or Google Play Store, search for Satori Prime and download it today. You'll get access, like I said earlier, to an amazing and life-changing 10-part mini-series. And if you want to know the clear steps to create the have-it-all life for yourself, this app is an absolute must. Like I said, and you can hear in my voice, we are incredibly excited to share it with you and be with you inside of our community. So we'll see you there. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, You'll only get an email or two from us per week, and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love. Promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group, where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends. Music.